a short video where a brother was sitting down complaining, murmuring. Yeah, I thought this year I was going to get married. I thought this year I was going to have that, this car, have this or that. Another brother came to him asking him, why are you so uh, weak, looking depressed? Why do you look so disenchanted and disoriented? So he was complaining. That's, can you imagine? This didn't work. I started that. It didn't work. It didn't work. Why was complaining vehemently? The same brother that was trying to consume him just asked Look beside you. I said, look beside. They were carrying the corpse to be buried. And asked, the person asked, that could have been you. But the Lord kept you. If you don't have anything to be thankful for, just look around yourself and take inventory of yourself. Coronavirus came, claimed many lives. Many things happened. Even those with all their money, their money didn't save them. But here you are. You were never in the hospital. Here you are. You didn't need to spend money to save your life. If that is good enough for you, with all your heart today, just say, Lord, thank you. When you can thank him, you'll be qualified for what he has promised to do. Hallelujah. So this morning we'll quickly look at the part two of our message of Sunday. So we have uh, ourselves to present to the Lord in thanksgiving and in worship. Hallelujah. Don't you take a journey. Hallelujah. How many of us are having the 21 day fast? Wow. I can't find anybody here. Okay. Okay. Hallelujah. Yeah, you can see join us. If you are just hearing for the first time, you can see join us. Just join us. It's a beautiful spiritual convocation. The Lord is doing great things, revealing many things. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Can I have Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 6 through 8, please? Turn you. And the Lord our God spake unto us in Horeb, saying, You have dwelt long enough in this mountain. Okay? Turn you and take your journey and go to the mount of the Amorites and unto all the places nigh there unto you, in the plain and in the hills and in the valley and in the south and by the seaside to the land of the Canaanites and unto Lebanon, unto the great river, and the river Euphrates. Behold, I've set the land before you. Go in and possess the land which the Lord swore unto your fathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give unto them and to their seed after them. Hallelujah. Your land is secure, and may you enter it and possess it. May whatever God has planned for you be assessed by you and be taken over by you. You will not plant and another will harvest it. You will plant it and you will harvest it. You will assess it and you will dwell in it. 
In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. On Sunday, we, the Lord stretching us saying that until we turn from our past, turn from our old culture, turn and repent, we will not be able to take a journey. You see, when you journey by yourself in the flesh, you labor so hard, you walk and sweat yourself out and you will barely have anything to show for the struggle and the pressure that life throws to you. But when you journey with the Lord, there is something he does. He doesn't just take the journey with you. He begins to teach you his ways. He begins to teach you the rudiments of the kingdom, how the world function has everything function. He prepare your mind even before any major event took place and uh, take place. He prepare your mind before a reality of life begin to occur to you. Before major events takes place either in your life or around you, he revealed them to you. He that whisper to your heart, he give you a dreams, he give you revelation, or he just give you word of knowledge. I don't have a problem going to business classes or business school. I don't have a problem uh, listening to motivational speaker or inspirational uh, uh, messages. I don't have a problem with that. But I've checked over time that those things really motivate you for a period of time. But it's only the word of God and the revelation that come from God that endure to the end of time. When you are motivated, while you are being motivated, there will be butterfly in your belly. You'll be happy. It is still my talking to you. It is still my talking to you. It will not be long when you are out of that place. Maybe after two, three days, the thing we endure. But at the end, you find out that not much is actually achieved with it. But when God takes a journey with you, or when you take a journey with the Lord, He continues to guide you. He said, The step of the righteous is ordered by the Lord. He guides you. A business opportunity can even come present itself to you so well, and God can tell you, Don't do it. And it will not make natural sense to you. A man can approach you, nice looking, wonderful. He approach you. And the Lord said, No, that is not my will for you. Not necessarily the, the person is bad, but it's not for you. It will not accomplish the purpose I have for you. Or you can be a brother, you're going after a lady, wonderful person, but the Lord said to you, That is not my will for you. Not necessarily because the person is bad, but he has a plan for you. For I know the thought I have toward you. Thought of good, not of evil. To give you future and expected it. Then you will go and seek me. We know that what you will take a journey with me. You will go and seek me. You will pray to me and I will hear you. And I will guide you. When the Lord asking you to turn, he's telling you, you cannot hear me when you remain in your own state. You cannot be led by me when you remain in your Egyptian state. But you must turn. The turn there simply means repent. 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 That's what he's saying. He's not condemning you. He's not judging you. He's just saying, I have so much in store for you. I have so much planned for you. But you are hindering me. 
because you are not ready to take a journey with me i have a land prepared for you i have a beautiful marriage prepared for you i have a beautiful family prepared for you i have so much lined up waiting for you but you cannot assess it what worked for you while you were in egypt can no longer work for you now that you are born again there is a way we deal in this kingdom it's completely opposite what is obtainable in egypt in the world your mentality has to be changed completely you need orientation when he's telling you turn he's telling you say bye to everything that has to do with egyptian mentality focus on me i will change your mind i will change your confession i will change the way you conduct yourself the way you live your life then you will fit into my purpose because the land has already been given the land is waiting for you but until you turn and journey with me you will miss the land you might even be close to the land and you cannot see it many times god would have dealt with me with certain things before he revealed the word to me and it become clear to me the reason why he allowed me to have gone through certain things i found out over time that when you rely on your strength your ability you will always be in struggle and you will always be frustrated you will always be frustrated i've realized that when you journey with him what happened to you is rest because it will be clear to you that your journey of purpose your journey of destiny has been taken over by him he is the one leading you when you run with men you will run with your human strength and ability and you will never win the race but when you run with god you always fly that's why he's telling you take a journey it's a pleasurable journey let me ride with you that is what he said what he's saying don't put me in your boots let me be the driver you just be by my side let us work together what we do many times is that we are the driver of our vehicle but god has no seat in the car we just managed to put him in our boots and we are expecting him to lead us did you get that we we, we manage to like god at least you still have a, a space in my life that's good enough but no he said let me lead you your step has to be ordered by me the gold the silver everything that woman that man i have ordained for you i know them i know them and i am the one that sent them to the earth and until you allow me lead you you will miss them his perfect will will never be experienced except we allow him guide us except we take a journey with him it is okay to say god where at least i know you i'm your son i'm your daughter that is fine god loves everybody my spiritual father possessed on he said if you saw it he said god loves everybody but god loves somebody he said god loves everybody but god loves some people did you get that 
You know what he was trying to say? God loves everybody, but he deals with some people specially. He deals with those people specially, those people that are giving the first place in their life. The first seat in their life. If you wanted to be your leader, if you wanted to be the one guiding you, should it be in your boots? That's what we do. You know, I also watch a movie which I believe so many of us have, has, have watched as well. One, uh, I saw that uh, a guy was, he has a, a wonderful house. Then, he gave the key of the uh, part of the house to Jesus. He prayed, Father, you know, I give you my life. Everything about me, I give it to you. He was serving God. But demons were always coming to harass him. Come to the house, mess him up, beat him, black and blue, and demon go back. He still pray, Father, in the name of Jesus, you have given us authority, you have given us power, this and that, I bind this demon, this and that. But you know what happened? He gave, Jesus came to visit him. He ordered Jesus to one room. The demon coming to beat that guy, he always beat him, but the demon never goes to the area given to Jesus. It's a movie. Just a short movie. So, the place Jesus was given, whether Jesus is there or not, demon see the place open, but he doesn't go near there. But keep going to the other place. Then one day, he now have to pray. Father, what is it? This demon, Satan, come into my house to do this, break everything. He has touched so so so. He broke so 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 in that room. He broke so 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 in the other room. He broke that in the other room. Except this room that he will not enter. They say, That's the one you gave to me now. I only have access to the area you give to me. I respect your choice. Did you get that? God respect our choices. Then he now said, But I gave he said, No, you where you gave me, I am securing it. Satan can call me. And I said, Okay, Lord, I didn't know I give you the whole house. That night the guy slept for the first time and nothing happened. And nothing happened. Satan might be Walking against your finances, walking against your marriage, walking against everything around you. If you check holistically and take inventory around your life, you might find out that you have only given him one area of your life. I can tell you, I don't have my money. He is his money. It is a difficult decision. There is nothing that I have. I've got you to pray and say, God, it's either you or nothing. My wife got married to me in that state. We don't argue when it comes to God and dealing. No. And you expect me to beg? And you expect me to be saying, Nigeria economy is bad? That would be insult. He created the heaven and the earth. And we are his steward. We cannot live according to his detail except we journey with him he said turn because your old mindset your old way of living we always want to make you have this impression i me i me i me 
But when you journey with him, he begins to let you know the purpose of which you were created. Why you are here. I was ministering somewhere yesterday. I said, do we really know why we are even here? I was telling my wife some days ago. I said, as beautiful as this house. I said, hundred years for now. It's two things. Either there will be a factory here. Or there will be another thing here. It would have been changed. If God decides in another maybe 70 years of my life but from 100 years above another person has decided what to what he will do with that place why should my life be centered around everything this will have to offer me but he said i know the thought i have towards you and the reason why we remain in Egypt and we are not ready to turn is because we are presented with so much in the world thinking that that is what makes life beautiful. We now struggle. We hide our struggle. We don't find people to relate with. Only this is what I'm dealing with. This is not the life I want to live. There is a better life. It's a life of glory, a life of peace, a life of, of rest. But you must travel with him. Otherwise, you wouldn't know. I got a news this morning. Somebody, after building an edifice of about one point something billion, he said the Lord just told him now that it's no longer his own. And he has willingly called other pastors or whatever, this is the next person that will take over this place and bless the person. That is a man that has taken a journey. A man who is on a journey with the Lord. Nothing moves him. Nothing. It is a system. It is a government. On its own. And it's just for you to understand that government. You see, before Buhari went to Aso Rock, the moment he knew he, he has won the election or read the election anyhow, the moment he was told, you are the next president, there are presidential protocols that have to be observed now. How you live, how you shape people, how you talk to people, when you are in your office, what you should do, when you have visitors, how you relate with them. He was told, he's living at the government of Nigeria as he was educated. Now, when you are born again, there is a government of heaven that must recolonize you. Did you get that? That is government of heaven that must recolonize you. So you can think like the, 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 the way the heaven wants you to think. You can relate the way the heaven wants you to relate. You can see things the way things should be seen. From the point, uh, 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 heavenly point of view. There's a way. Not how you feel. You know, it looks so hard when you tell people the truth. It looks so difficult. Is it possible? It, it, God cannot tell you to do something that is not possible for you to do. Never. Never. He's only telling you, take my yoke upon you. Lean on me. He said, my yoke is easy. My body is light. So he's telling you, you know that word. There is another kind of burden. There's another kind of joke. 
but it is a choice for you if you decide to take the yoke of the world and the burden of the world it will be too heavy for you you cannot and you will not be able to enjoy it it looks glittering out there beautiful out there physically speaking but you don't know what people go through so jesus said come to me all ye that have labor and are heaven lighting i will give you rest why is, what is he telling you to do take a journey with me let me school you let me teach you let me tell you how to live here how do you tell somebody I don't have anything in my bank account. I don't have food in my household to eat. But you will see a kingdom practitioner who have really traveled with the Lord, traveling with the Lord, saying, I am blessed. I am blessed. Everything is beautiful and all of that. Because he's speaking the kingdom language. He's not proud about it. Because he has gotten orientation. He said, when they say that is casting down, you will say that is lifting up. Everything is what? Opposite. But now, we cannot holistically turn from our past and journey with him to experience the totality of his glory and blessing that awaits us. Except we take inventory of our life from time to time. We look within us. We check ourselves. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. It is my heart desire to honor you, to worship you, to live for you according to your detail, not longer according to the detail of this world, not longer according to the way I've lived my life, but right now, it is my desire to live for you. It is my desire to holistically praise and worship your name. It is my desire to empty everything planted in me, in Egypt, and pour it out, so that I become fresh, so that you can fill me up. I want to come to you, Lord. Wash me, cleanse me. There is so much still hindering us, stopping us from moving into where he has prepared for us. He said, tell you, take a journey. There is a land I have promised your fathers there is a land I have promised you. There will be Amorites, there will be Jebusites, there will be Hittites, there will be Amalekites. Yes, there will be along the road you walking. But don't focus on that. As long as I'm the one walking with you now, I am journeying with you. All these Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites, they will not be able to hinder you. They can't hinder you as long as you journey with him. Just let Jesus take the first place of your car. The car in this contest is your destiny. Let Jesus take the first place of your car. In all totality. Not some. You know what we do? When we do things in our own way, as opposed to his stated, we are saying to him, stay in the boot. That's what we do. Did you get that? Did you get that? When we do things in our own way, as it relates to how we feel, how we want it done, even though it is contradictory to his ordinances, we are invariably telling him, take the back seat. Let me be the one to lead. Stay in the boot. I don't need you. That's what we are doing. 
when you say a man is proud, it goes beyond our human perception. Because the natural man has a definition for that word, completely opposite of what God see proud to be. When somebody rides a good car, if it come out majestically, it is very easy for a natural man to see. Imagine because he's driving that car, he walks like that. He's very proud. Oh, look at the way, you know, he has money, he has a good job and all of that. That's why he's proud. That's not, maybe in the world, that is what proud is all about. But when God said, he resists the proud and he gives grace to the humble, look at what he's saying. Anytime you disobey the word of God, you are proud. You are always saying, God, I don't need you. Did you get that? Anytime you disobey the word of God, his instruction is considered what? Being proud. You know what God wants you to do, but you choose to do what pleases you. You are considered proud. There are some sisters, even if God come down to them and say, that is the man I have planned for you to marry. Now lie. Because they have already used their chisel and hammer. Chisel a man and put in their heart. It must be like this. If it's not like that one, I've already used my mind to chisel and use my screwdriver to decorate or work on. It will never work. And the God might have been talking to you, whether in dreams or through many ways, but that is a guy. And the guy comes. He does not look any way close to the one you have chiseled, designed by yourself. But underneath that one, you can't see with your physical eyes is glory and honor. The reason why you must travel with him. Because God hides himself in small things many times. He does not present that big thing that he has for you. He does not present it very big. But when you walk with him, that's what you call discernment. That when people Look at it and say, no, it doesn't look it. But God whisper to you, that is it. That is it. You know, you know, it's so easy to be very worthy. It's very easy. God willing, we will have a business summit or whatever. I have opportunity to speak on that era because he has not given me a pass for that now. It is very easy to really be worthy. I'm not talking about being worthy in a worldly context. I'm talking about kingdom uh, riches. What if you are in a place right now that your mind is saying, I want to have a land in so-so-so place, Guarimba, Kantakwe, uh, this and that, and all of that. But God places 100,000 out of your hand. And one way, just take you out far away, maybe to see somebody or whatever. And he also he, he brought, he, he brought somebody and said to you, ah, they want to sell this land or if just I don't have money and it's 100,000, they want to sell it. You know, the natural man will look at the environment and say, God forbid, 100,000, I would rather use that money to buy something and look and feel good. But in that land, God has seen 50 years. God has seen 20 years. God has seen Ten years, five years, he has already know what that land becomes. But with your natural eyes, you can look at it and say, "No, 
Because metama is what the word has presented to you that is very big. And you go out of your way. You put 100,000 out of them. One year, two years, three years, four years, five years, ten years down the line. You just hear they said one development come to that area that they said the land in that area one person want to buy it. You say, I don't even want to sell my own. You see, every time God spoke to his children, he was always talking about land, 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 land. That is a message for another time. Land, land, land. The land I have given to you. Go to possess it. Land. Land. Because there is mystery about land. It's the only thing you don't feed. The only thing you don't decorate. The only thing you don't need to do anything on. It is ordained by God. It is higher than gold and diamond. But God must teach you what to do. I have not worked with him the way I should have in the past. When I look back, I say, God, I wish what I know now, I knew it then. It would have been different. What I, I want to tell you is that there is never a time that you take a journey with God and you will not be paid well by God. He will pay you. He will protect you. He will protect whatever he has given to you. He will secure everything around you. You can never be afraid of anything. Never. Whether the world is crashing, it's not your business. You don't even feel it. He said, if God be for you. What did he say? Okay, why don't you put like this? If God work with me. Did you get that? Or if I work with God. Or if I take a journey with God. Hallelujah. For us to take a journey, there is a need. To always take inventory of our life. Can I have uh, Jude chapter 1 verse Jude 1 4. Why? Hallelujah. Let me have it in a New Living Translation. It, you cannot effectively take a, a holistic journey with the Lord until you have taken inventory of your past dealings or how you have analyzed everything around you before making up your mind to work with the Lord. Because there is a wrong perception that we have about church or about the kingdom of God. We have been taught wrongly. We have been taught to accept just the norm, just be fine, just be okay, whatever it is, that God still loves us. Yes, he loves everybody, but he loves some people. If you want to be among those people he loves, why he loves everybody? There are some people he loves differently. You say, God, you are partial. No. He said, if you seek me with all your heart, you will find me. Not everybody wants to seek him. Those who seek him with their heart, they will find him. This is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. 
listen to me. Hear me. You want to be pleased. By the Lord. I want the Lord to be pleased by your life. You must listen to him. You must do it in his own way, not your own way. Your own way will always look better than his own way. Physically speaking, write it down. Your own way will always look better than his own way. Physically speaking, there is a way that cement right. But the end is destruction thereof. There is a way that cement right. The fact that it is accepted in the world and the world has embraced it doesn't make it right. There is a way that cement right. But the end is calamity, is evil, destruction. That the fact that they are doing it shouldn't be the reason why you are doing it. No. Because your way in this context means the ways of the world. The ways of the world will always look better than the ways of God, physically speaking. But at the end of the day, God's own will always use you the better result. It will always call to you better. I say this because some of godly people have won their way into your churches. It's not talking about uh, the gathering like this. It's talking about the kingdom. Do you understand? It's broad. It's not talking about majestic heart church now or uh, one church there or whatever. It's telling you that there are some people that have come into the kingdom now. But they are going to tell you what you want to hear. But Apostle Paul was always saying, be, I mean, uh, Brother Jude was always saying, be careful. Because they are telling you what you want to hear. It's not my ways. That is not the way we should live. They are asking you to accept ungodliness. That is not what it is. I say this because some ungodly people have warmed their way into your churches. Saying that God's marvelous grace allow us to live what? Is it be preached now? Or you don't know that it's been accepted many places? It's been accepted. What God is saying to you, turn from all this junk and nonsense. There is a journey higher than the natural journey that God wants to take you on. It's a journey of power. It's a journey of grace. Real grace. Beyond what you can see with your natural eyes. It's a place of rest. He said, I said this because some ungodly people have won their way into your churches. They have come into the kingdom. They have titles. Saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago. For they have denied our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ. May our behavior and attitude not deny Jesus Christ. There is a certain way you live. You don't need, you see, the Bible is a mystery that can be decoded by revelation of the Holy Ghost. Now, you don't necessarily need to say, Jesus, I deny you. It means, as a true believer of God, 
anytime you are doing what you know he said you shouldn't do, if you are doing it, what, do you, what are you doing in essence? Can, can, I, can, I, can I preach with you? What are you doing in essence? You are denying him. That's what it means. When you know what to do and you don't do it, the Bible calls it, it is sin. When you know what to do and you don't do it, it is what? Sin. God is not condemning you. He's only trying to educate you how to live well so that his promises can be available for you. You are not helping him by living well. You are helping yourself. But they can tell you something contrary because they have a, a hidden agenda. God is telling you, he said, the, the foundation of God standeth sure. It means the standard of God has not changed. It cannot change. The foundation of God standeth sure for the Lord knows those who are his. The foundation of God standeth sure. It means God, the standard of God, the standard of the kingdom of God stand what? Sure. It can't change. But there are certain men so weird everywhere say it doesn't matter things has changed it's a new generation god is fine right now you can live your life the way you want to live it god is saying no he said this man they crept into the church they want themselves they penetrated they find their way around and now they are telling you what is contrary to his ordinances the reason why we have not been able to see his glory at the manifestation of his power. The reason why men are not revived. The reason why men are in their natural state and they cannot change and they are not changing. Because those that want their way into the kingdom are telling them lies. We speak the language but we don't have the culture. Hallelujah. But we don't have the culture. Take a journey. Tell somebody, take a journey. Tell somebody, take a journey. As I round up, 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 17. 10, 6, 17. You cannot take a journey with God. There are things you must do. You cannot take a journey with Him. Brothers, please get up. You know, it is possible for you to be in a busy place. We are walking side by side, but we don't know each other. But I want to journey together. Let's be going. Did you get that? We are walking side by side, but I don't know he doesn't know me. Is it possible? But we are, we are journeying together. When you don't do what he wants you to do, whether you claim to know him or you work with him, it's not working. You know what? There must be agreement for us to know that we are working together. No matter the crowd we are, we know ourselves. I look at you, I know you are with me, I am with you. Even in that crowd. I will not relate with everybody in that crowd the way that I will relate with you because I know him and he knows me. But if we don't have agreement, we don't have dealings, in that crowd, even if we are on the same line, I'm not saying him, he's not saying me. But we can be working together. That is not the journey. The journey is talking about is that we have an agreement, mutual understanding. This is how 
we must go to this journey we will go to lagos while we are going to lagos we are going to take a bike to the airport when we get to the airport we take so 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 airline and we will arrive so 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 place or whatever this and that we have an agreement then when we are going we are discussing you know uh, that last trip we we made it's not different from the instance while we are backing up. You know, when we started that first, it looked as if nothing was going to happen. It started out, but it wasn't making sense naturally or whatever. But you know, the last minute that was turn around majorly. So even this one we are going, you know, since yesterday, it looked as if it's not raining. You know, since yesterday, it looked as if there is a drought in the country. It looked as if the economy of the world is plummeting. But that is not, it's not an issue because I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. If I did it that first time, I would still do it the same way. But in a different setting right now, we are what? Discussing. Why? Because we are working together. We cannot work together. I said we have mutual agreement. He said, can two work together? Okay, what is the agreement in this context? What he tells me to do, I am doing it. Hallelujah. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. That is the agreement. That is where the awesome and his power, his glory is available to you. Say, so, wow. Whatever he tells you to do, do it. Not what these people that want themselves into the kingdom telling you to do. They have told the grace of God into disgrace. They want the self into the church, into the body of Christ. They are telling you all sorts of things. Remain where you are, come as you are, remain where you are, and know that your life is being messed up. But it is my prayer that the Lord will visit you afresh. You can work together with people, but you are not working with them actually. That's what we are we have turned the, the church to. We go to church, but we don't really work with the owner of the church. That's why it's telling us, turn, just turn. Turn, turn. In other words, change, repent, and let us journey together. He said, be careful that these people that want themselves into the church, into the kingdom, they are going to tell you, they, 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 will, they will tell you what will make you comfortable. They will tell you what will excite your flesh. They will tell you what will make you jump, and all of that. But that is not what I am saying. No. Come as you are. But be yet transformed. By the renewing of your mind. I accept you the way you are. But I don't want you to remain in the state I met you. That's what he's saying. Hallelujah. This is no Old Testament. Because you see these days you, you hear all sorts of things and all of that. He said, therefore, come out. Let's take it from mm, just King James. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye what? Uh -huh, let's read together. One, two, three, go. Wherefore, come out from among them and be ye separate, says the Lord, and touch on the unclean thing, and I will what? That receive me, I will walk with you. That's what you say. I will receive you means what? I will walk with you. Did you get that? Touch not unclean things. Don't do the things that is accepted by the word. Don't do the things that the word told you is what you should do. He said, I will receive you. If one walk with God, what can work against the man? 
He said, I will what? Receive you means I will walk with you. Be ye separate. Then I will walk with you. What you see what you what you were told that is difficult the life you, you are told that oh is this it can't be done this way it's so easy it's easy it's just that the gospel doesn't make a man look so easy the gospel doesn't make your life difficult it makes your life easy but the gospel is not presented easy it just said do this don't do that that's why it, it didn't say uh, I will put ice cream on your uh, on your shoulder. He said, "I also have a body. I also have a yoke. Just like there are yoke and body in the world. It's just that there is difference between my yoke and my body. It's different from the one in the world. So now, what your body, your soul, your spirit was used to there? When you come to me, I will tell you that is opposite my life. You know it will come difficult, right? But it's not difficult because He has promised to give you the Holy Spirit that will help you live the life God expect from you. And when you avail yourself to the Holy Spirit, it comes in, it begins to help you live the life that God has ordained for you. You must primarily avail yourself that you are ready. You have to be tenacious. You have to be ready. I am ready to live the life that he wants. When there is a witness in your spirit, you are ready. You will be able to live it. He said, come out from my mother. Do you know, physically speaking, do you know it is not easy to come out from among them? It is not easy to come out from among them. But God is saying, that is the only way I can walk with you. Come out. Go back. How? How? If it's not possible, he will not tell us. Oh, you think, I will, you, think you are the only person smoking? You think you are the only person that has been drinking? You think all the womanizing, manizing, you think you are the only one who have been there? But his grace came. His grace teaches you to deny godliness. That's what his grace does. And it comes by the Holy Ghost. And when the Holy Ghost comes upon you, you see, the crave for these things of the world begin to die. Begin to die. But you must be ready by yourself. Because God respects your choice and your choices. I work with brother choice together. We don't know each other. We are in the crowd. We are moving. The fact that we are the same and working together doesn't mean we know each other. We only know each other. We can only tell people we know each other because we have agreement. There is a certain degree of relationship. Now you say, okay, you know what? You want me to work with you? Yes. Okay, come out from, from them. Don't live like them. I am a holy God and I will ride with you. Let me tell you. Presently, this message will not seem right or easy but a few years from now you will always return to say father thank you yes it was not easy on me i was angry if god help you they see where you will know that i've lived a life that i'm preaching against yes if it wasn't possible god wouldn't have changed me if i didn't know the destruction that come with it i will not preach it it comes with destruction, it comes with pain, it comes with stagnation, it comes with waywardness and not productive life. But he said, Come out from among them. You see, you have what I have, but there is a difference. What the, what the Lord wants to give to you, the people of the world, they have it, 
But there is something they don't have. They can never have it. The peace of mind. The joy of the Lord. You don't need to consult anything to travel. For him. That the Holy Spirit will take your hand. You can fall. It will get you up. You fall. It will help you get up. But what he's looking for is sincerity. Are you ready to change? Or you are still enjoying the past? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come out from among them. And be ye separate. Then we enjoy the journey with him. If you come out, let your thoughts be processed. Let your thoughts realign with heavenly realities and details. Then you will enjoy a beautiful journey with the Lord. You see, the cause of the law also causes whether generational patterns in family or whatever, in as small doses can be real. But let me tell you the truth. When you live according to his details, there are many things that will naturally just give way. Did you get that? Many things will just naturally what? Give way. You look at what he said. I will fight for you. You will hold what? Your peace. But he said, come out from among them. Be ye separate. Touch not or what? Or clay And I will do what? Preach with me now. And I will do what? Yes. And then I will, then you, I will walk with you. You will walk with me. Now, when he said, I will fight for you. Now you are qualified now for him to fight for all. Fight against all that opposes you. To fight against anything that opposes your life. He said, I will fight for you. You will hold your peace. God loves everybody, but he loves some people. God wants to fight for everybody, but he fights for some people. Hello? Did you get that? God wants to fight for everybody, but he only fights for some people. God wants to fight for what? Everybody. But he only fights for what? Some people. Okay, what is the reason? Ah, they took a decision to follow him. In as much as he wants to fight for everybody, he only fights for those that live for him and walk in his ways. He wants to fight for everybody, but he only fights for those that walk in his ways. That altar, yes, he exists. That uh, a spirit in our family or whatever they exist. But when you walk in God's ways, they begin to lose their hold on you. Rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He just wants to say, Father, we say thank you. We are ready to travel with you. We are ready to walk with you. We want to be led by you. We want to glorify your name with our lives. Lord, we will not be deceived by evil of the world. We will not be deceived by the rudiments of the world. We know your yoke is light and your burden is easy. Give us your burden, Lord. We desire your burden. We don't want the burden of the world. 
I just want you to pray. Pour out your heart. Pour out your heart. Pour out your heart. He said, come out from among them. Maybe for some of you, your prayer is, Lord, Father, I receive grace to come out of my past dealings, to come out of my wayward life. Lord is not judging you. God is not judging you. He loves you and not to tell you that you know what, where you are is not what he desires for you. Lord, I want to live for you. I want to live for you. I want to honor you with my life, my soul, my spirit, and my body. I want to honor you, Lord. I just want to honor you. I want to worship you with my body, with my life. I want to be an offering of sacrifice to you. I receive grace to come out from among them. I receive grace to resist unholy thing and to do away with unholy things so that I'll be able to walk with you. So that I'll be able to travel with you. Yes, many of us, we have hidden things. We are struggling to overcome them. But we don't have the power to overcome them. Lord, we ask that you make available the power that breaks yoke. Lord, that hidden sin, that thing that is holding my brother and my sister down. Father, set them free from it in the name of Jesus. Father, set them free. Set them free. The devil is a liar. The devil is a liar. And the land in captivity, Father, set them free this morning. And the Lord, I'll be held down. Lord, set them free this morning in the name of Jesus. From every immorality, from every evil that the devil has introduced them to. Let them be broken out of it in the name of Jesus. Let our mind be sober and be pure. That they will serve you holistically. That their thoughts will align with your thoughts. Their soul will align with your thoughts. Thank you, Father. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We break barrier. We break obstacle. We break every resistance in the name of Jesus. Lord God, every barrier and barricade that hinder my brother and my sister from moving forward is destroyed now in the name of Jesus. They will take a journey with you. And they will possess the land you have spoken about. They will possess it. They will possess their marriage. They will possess their finances. They will possess all that you have laid up for them. For a good man, leave a inheritance for his children's children. But you said the wealth of sinners are laid up for the righteous. They are the righteous. They are the righteous one. All that you have laid up, all that the sinner work for will be handed over to them. Oh Lord, prepare them. It will not belong. It will not belong. They will be surrounded with your glory, with your power. They will look around and say, Father, thank you for the truth that we have received into our spirit. He said, for a good man, leave a inheritance for his children, children. But the weight of sinners, the weight of sinners is laid up for the children of God. While they are laboring, you just labor to serve God. While they are laboring in their sin to acquire the world, you just labor to know God. At the end of the day, it shall be laid up for you. It shall be laid up for you. They will vomit it to you. Because the Lord owns heaven and the earth. And everything in it belongs to him. He chooses whoever he desires to give it to. And you are the elect of the Lord. May the Lord open his head towards you. May the Lord open his head towards you. May the Lord receive you. And may the Lord open the treasures of heaven over your life. Bless your water. Bless your hands. Bless whatever you do in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Abba Father, Lord.
In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah.